reading from Streams in the Desert. In Romans 8.37, In all these things we are more than conquered through Him who loved us. Romans 8.37, In all these things we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. This is more than victory. This is triumph so complete that we not only have escaped defeat and destruction, but also have destroyed our enemies and won plunder so rich and valuable that we can actually thank God for the battle. How can we be more than conquerors? We can receive from the conflict a spiritual discipline that will greatly strengthen our faith and establish our spiritual character. Temptation is necessary to establish and ground us in our spiritual life. It is like the fierce winds that cause the mighty cedars of the mountainside to sink their roots more deeply into the soil. Our spiritual conflicts are among our most wonderful blessings, and the adversary is used to train for his own ultimate defeat. The ancient Phrygians of Asia Minor had a legend that every time they conquered an enemy, they absorbed the physical strength of their victim and added to their own strength and bravery. And in truth, meeting temptation victoriously doubles our spiritual strength and weaponry. Therefore, it is possible not only to defeat our enemy, but also to capture him and make him fight in our ranks. The prophet Isaiah tells us of flying upon the shoulders of the Philistine, Isaiah eleven fourteen. These Philistines were their deadly foes, but this passage suggests that they would be able not only to conquer the Philistines, but also to ride on their backs to further triumph. Just as a skilled sailor can use a headwind to carry him forward by using its impelling power to follow a zigzag course, it is possible for us in our spiritual life through the victory's grace of God to turn completely around the things that seem most unfriendly and unfavorable. Then we will be able to say continually, what has happened to me has really served to advance the gospel. Philippians 1.12 Article from Life More Abundantly Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you. We give you glory and honor, Lord. We thank you for all the benefits. Thank you, Lord God. We can move our feet, move our necks. Thank you, Father, for the peace we have when we sleep. Thank you, Father God, for giving us words of instructions and a victory. Hallelujah. We are victorious in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for this blessing. Amen. In 2 Corinthians 2.14 says, But thanks to God who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ and through us spreads everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of Him. Amen and amen. I will send down showers and seasons. There will be showers of blessings. Ezekiel 34.26 What is your season today? Are you experiencing a season of drought? If so, then it is the reason for showers. Are you going through a season of great heaviness with dark clouds? Then that too is the season for showers. 
Your strength will equal your days. Deuteronomy 33, 25. I will send showers of blessing. Notice the word showers is plural. God will send all kinds of blessings and all his blessings go together like links in a golden chain. If he gives you saving grace, he will also give you comforting grace. God will send showers of blessing. Look up today, you who are dried and withered plants. Open your leaves and flowers and receive God's heavenly watering. Charles H. Spurgeon. Jesus replied, You may go, your son will live. The man took Jesus at his word and departed. John 4, 5. Whatever you ask in prayer, believe. Mark eleven twenty four. When you are confronted with a matter that requires immediate prayer, pray until you believe, until with wholehearted sincerity you can thank him for the answer. If you do not see the external answer immediately, do not pray for it in such a way that it is evident that you are not definitely believing God for it. This type of prayer will be hindrance instead of a help to you. And when you are finished praying, you will find that your faith has been weakened or has entirely gone. The urgency you felt to offer this kind of prayer is clearly from self and Satan. It may not be wrong to mention the matter to the Lord again if he is keeping you waiting for his answer, but be sure to do so in a way that shows your faith. Never pray in a way that diminishes your faith. You may tell him you are waiting, still believing, and therefore praising him for the answer. There is nothing that so fulfills, solidifies faith as being so sure of the answer that you can thank God for it. Prayers that empty us of faith deny both God's promises from his word and the yes that he whispers in our hearts. Such prayers are only the expression of the unrest of our hearts and unrest implies unbelief that our prayers will be answered. Now we have believed Enter the rest. Hebrews 4.3 The type of prayer that empties us of faith frequently arises from focusing our thoughts on the difficulty rather than God's promises. Abraham, without weakening, is in, in his faith, faced the fact that his body was good as dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding a promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God. Romans 4, 19-20 Maybe we watch and pray so that we will not fall into temptation. Matthew 26, 41 Of praying faith diminishing prayers. CHP Faith is not a sense nor sight, nor reason, but simply taking God at His word. Faith is not a sense, nor sight, nor reason, but simply taking God at His word. The beginning of anxiety is the end of faith, and the beginning of true faith is the end of anxiety. You will never learn faith in comfortable surroundings. God gives us promises in a quiet hour. Seals are covenant with great and gracious words and then steps back. 
waiting to see how much we believe. He then allows the tempter to come and the ensuing test seems to contradict all that he has spoken. This is when fate wins his crown. This is the time to look through the storm and among the trembling, frightened sailors declare, I have faith in God that it will happen just as he told me, Acts 27.25. In 2 Chronicles 14.11 says, Then Asa said, Lord, there is no one like you to help the powerless against the mighty. Remind God of his exclusive responsibility. There is no one like you to help. The odds against Asa's men were enormous. Sarah the Cushite marched out against them with a vast army and 300 chariots. It seemed impossible for Asa to hold his own against the vast multitude. There were no allies who would come to his defense. Therefore, his only hope was in God. It may be that your difficulties have come to such an alarming level that you may be compelled to refuse all human help. In lesser trials, you may have had the recourse, but now you must cast yourself on your almighty friend. Put God between yourself and the enemy. Asa, realizing his lack of strength, saw Jehovah as standing between the might of Zerah and himself. And he was not mistaken. We are told that the Cushites were crushed before the Lord and his forces. forces. As though heavenly warriors threw themselves against the enemy on Israel's behalf, God's forces so overwhelmed the vast army of the enemy that they fled. Then all of Israel had to do was follow up and gather the plunder. Our God is the Lord of hosts. Isaiah 10, 16. Who can summon unexpected reinforcements at any moment to help his people? Believe that he is between you and your difficulty, and what troubles you will flee before him as clouds in the wind. F.B. Meyer And Abraham believed God, Romans 4.3. And he said to his eyes, Stand back and to the laws of nature, hold your peace, and to an unbelieving heart. Silence, you lying temper. He simply believed God. By Joseph Parker. Amen. Let's go ahead and praise the Lord. Let us believe in Him. Lord, we believe. We praise You. We thank You. We worship You. We give You glory and honor. Thank You, Lord God, for Your promises. Thank You, Father, that You said You lavished the promises on Your believers before a watching world. We give you praise and thanksgiving, Lord God, that Jesus came to give us grace upon grace, love upon love, mercy. We thank you for these things. We receive them. We rejoice over them. We believe, Lord. We say yes and amen. Yes and amen to your promises. Yes and amen to your ways. We believe, Lord. Strengthen our believers, Lord. In Psalm 103, verse 3, who forgiveth all thy iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. Isaiah 53, 5, but he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. 
the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Jeremiah seventeen fourteen, Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for thou art my praise. For I will restore health unto thee, and I will heal thee of all thy wounds, saith the Lord. Jeremiah thirty seventeen. And said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God, and will do which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon you which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. First Peter 2.24 Who his own self bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes we were healed. In Hebrews 13.8 Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today and forever. Luke 6, 1, 9, And the whole multitude sought to touch him, for there went virtue out of him, and he healed them all. Matthew 9, 35, And Jesus went about all the cities and the villages, teaching in the synagogues and pre- preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. 3 John 2, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper, and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. Proverbs 4, 20-22 My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thy eyes, let them in the midst of thy heart. Reading from Streams in the Desert in Romans 8.37, In all these things we are more than conquered through him who loved us. Romans 8.37, In all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. This is more than victory. This is triumph so complete that we not only have escaped defeat and destruction, but also have destroyed our enemies and won plunder so rich and valuable that we can actually thank God for the battle. How can we be more than conquerors? We can receive from the conflict a spiritual discipline that will greatly strengthen our faith and establish our spiritual character. Temptation is necessary to establish and ground us in our spiritual life. It is like the fierce winds that cause the mighty cedars of the mountainside to sink their roots more deeply into the soil. Our spiritual conflicts are among our most wonderful blessings, and the adversary is used to train for his own ultimate defeat. The ancient Phrygians of Asia Minor had a legend that every time they conquered an enemy, they absorbed the physical strength of their victim and added to their own strength and bravery. And in truth, meeting temptation victoriously doubles our spiritual strength and weaponry. Therefore, it is possible not only to defeat our enemy, but also to capture him 
and make him fight in our ranks. The prophet Isaiah tells us of flying upon the shoulders of the Philistine. Isaiah eleven fourteen. These Philistines were their deadly foes, but this passage suggests that they would be able not only to conquer the Philistines, but also to ride on their backs to further triumph. Just as a skilled sailor can use a headwind to carry him forward by using its impelling power to follow a zigzag course, it is possible for us in our spiritual life, through the victory's grace of God, to turn completely around the things that seem most unfriendly and unfavorable. Then we will be able to say continually, what has happened to me has really served to advance the gospel. Philippians 1.12, article from Life More Abundantly. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you. We give you glory and honor, Lord. We thank you for all the benefits. Thank you, Lord God. We can move our feet, move our necks. Thank you, Father, for the peace we have when we sleep. Thank you, Father God, for giving us words of instructions and a victory. Hallelujah. We are victorious in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for this blessing. Amen. In 2 Corinthians 2.14 says, But thanks to God who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ and through us spreads everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of Him. Amen and amen. I will send down showers and seasons. There will be showers of blessings. Ezekiel 34.26 What is your season today? Are you experiencing a season of drought? If so, then it is the reason for showers. Are you going through a season of great heaviness with dark clouds? Then that too is the season for showers. Your strength will equal your days. Deuteronomy 33.25 I will send showers of blessing. Notice the word showers is plural. God will send all kinds of blessings and all his blessings go together like links in a golden chain. If he gives you saving grace, he will also give you comforting grace. God will send showers of blessing. Look up today, you who are dried and withered plants. Open your leaves and flowers and receive God's heavenly watering. Charles H. Spurgeon Jesus replied, you may go, your son will live. The man took Jesus at his word and departed. John 4, 5. Whatever you ask in prayer, believe. Mark eleven twenty four. When you are confronted with a matter that requires immediate prayer, pray until you believe, until with wholehearted sincerity you can thank him for the answer. If you do not see the external answer immediately, do not pray for it in such a way that it is evident that you are not definitely believing God for it. This type of prayer will be hindrance instead of a help to you. And when you are finished praying, you will find that your faith has been weakened or has entirely gone. The urgency you felt to offer this kind of prayer is clearly from self and Satan. It may not be wrong to mention the matter to the Lord again if he is keeping you waiting for his answer. 
but be sure to do so in a way that shows your faith. Never pray in a way that diminishes your faith. You may tell him you are waiting, still believing, and therefore praising him for the answer. There is nothing that so fulfills, solidifies faith as being so sure of the answer that you can thank God for it. Prayers that empty us of faith deny both God's promises from his word and the yes that he whispers in our hearts. Such prayers are only the expression of the unrest of our hearts. And unrest implies unbelief, that our prayers will be answered. Now we have believed, enter the rest. Hebrews 4.3 The type of prayer that empties us of faith frequently arises from focusing our thoughts on the difficulty rather than God's promises. Abraham, without weakening, is in, in his faith, faced the fact that his body was good as dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding a promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, Romans 4, 19-20. Maybe we watch and pray so that we will not fall into temptation, Matthew 26, 41, of praying faith-diminishing prayers, CHP. Faith is not a sense nor sight, nor reason, but simply taking God at his word. Faith is not a sense, nor sight, nor reason, but simply taking God at his word. The beginning of anxiety is the end of faith, and the beginning of true faith is the end of anxiety. You will never learn faith in comfortable surroundings. God gives us promises in a quiet hour. Seals are covenant with great and gracious words and then steps back, waiting to see how much we believe. He then allows the tempter to come and the ensuing tests seem to contradict all that he has spoken. This is when faith wins his crown. This is the time to look through the storm and among the trembling, frightened sailors declare, I have faith in God that it will happen just as he told me, Acts twenty seven twenty five. In 2 Chronicles fourteen eleven says, Then Asa said, Lord, there is no one like you to help the powerless against the mighty. Remind God of his exclusive responsibility. There is no one like you to help. The odds against Asa's men were enormous. Sarah the Cushite marched out against them with a vast army and 300 chariots. It seemed impossible for Asa to hold his own against the vast multitude. There were no allies who would come to his defense. Therefore, his only hope was in God. It may be that your difficulties have come to such an alarming level that you may be compelled to refuse all human help. In lesser trials, you may have had the recourse, but now you must cast yourself on your almighty friend. Put God between yourself and the enemy. Asa, realizing his lack of strength, saw Jehovah as standing between the might of Zerah and himself, and he was not mistaken. We are told that the Cushites were crushed before the Lord 
and his forces, forces, as though heavenly warriors threw themselves against the enemy on Israel's behalf, God's forces so overwhelmed the vast army of the enemy that they fled. Then all of Israel had to do was follow up and gather the plunder. Our God is the Lord of hosts. Isaiah 10, 16. Who can summon unexpected reinforcements at any moment to help his people? Believe that he is between you and your difficulty, and what troubles you will flee before him as clouds in the wind. F.B. Meyer. And Abraham believed God, Romans 4.3. And he said to his eyes, Stand back unto the laws of nature. Hold your peace and to an unbelieving heart. Silence, you lying temper. He simply believed God. By Joseph Parker. Amen. Let's go ahead and praise the Lord. Let us believe in him. Lord, we believe. We praise you and we thank you. We worship you. We give you glory and honor. Thank you, Lord God, for your promises. Thank you, Father, that you said you lavish the promises on your believers before a watching world. We give you praise and thanksgiving, Lord God, that Jesus came to give us grace upon grace, love upon love, mercy. We thank you for these things. We receive them. We rejoice over them. We believe, Lord. We say yes and amen. Yes and amen to your promises. Yes and amen to your ways. We believe, Lord. Strengthen our believers, Lord. In Psalm 103, verse 3, Who forgiveth all thy iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. Isaiah 53, 5, But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Jeremiah seventeen fourteen, Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for thou art my praise. For I will restore health unto thee, and I will heal thee of all thy wounds, saith the Lord. Jeremiah thirty seventeen. And said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God, and will do which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon you which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. First Peter 2.24 Who his own self bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes we were healed. In Hebrews 13:8, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Luke 6:19, and the whole multitude sought to touch him, for there went virtue out of him, and he healed them all. Matthew 9:35. And Jesus went about all the cities and the villages, teaching in the synagogues and pre preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Third John 2, B 
Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. Proverbs 4, 20-22 My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thy eyes, let them in the midst of thy heart.